October 9th, 2015. My name is Joel Tillis. It is a beautiful but a warm, sunny day here on the west coast of Florida. We are glad to have you tuning in. You are listening to The Soul Trap. We're glad to have you in. You can make sure and follow The Soul Trap on Facebook. You can uh, listen to our latest podcasts. You can find out uh, shows and information and articles that we post on there. Send us a message. Let us know you're listening. We'll try to get back to you just as quickly as we possibly can. But we always consider it an honor to have you tuning in and listening. And uh, we don't take it lightly at all. We are excited to have you listening to the broadcast. Have you ever been standing by a window and pull back the curtains or the blinds and allow the sunlight rays to come pouring into the room? Have you ever done that? So you're standing there at the curtain, you pull it back, all of a sudden the sunlight comes pouring into the room, floods the room, and what do you see in the air? Particles, dust particles, seemingly hundreds if not thousands of particles that just a second ago, no matter how much you tried, you could not see. But now, because of the light, the angles, the proper alignment of certain optical necessities, you see what was there all along, only it was invisible. What if the spiritual world, in some sense, is the same? Even now, in the room that you're in, the car that you're listening to this in, you may not be alone. You can't see anything. You can't see anyone. But it may not be because there is nothing there. It might be simply because the necessary optical alignment has not taken place. We've all had that feeling, haven't we? That we're not alone. At one time or another, that weird, creepy feeling that there is something more there, someone there. Some of us, more than we want to acknowledge, have actually had a brief, sort of an optical flash of something, a shadow, that something that flickers in the corner of our eye. A stirring in the corner of our eye, we might say, just out of reach of our ability to put into form or description, yet something there in the shadows moved. Something was there. Something is there. We quickly brush it off, but nonetheless, the shadows, the thing in the corner of our eye was there, and we simply, for a moment, for whatever reason, were allowed to see it allowed a certain light, a certain extrasensory perception to flood in. And there we see the particles, if only for a brief moment. If you've ever had that experience, that something just out of reach of your vision and yet there in the corner of your eye, if you've ever looked across the room at night and seen that shadow and could have sworn that you saw that shadow move or swore that that shadow looked like a person, you're not alone. Many others, in one way or another, to one degree or another, have had the same experience. And those particles that I used as an illustration, for lack of a better word, are often referred to as shadow people. Shadow people, also known as shadow men, or shadow folk, or shadow beings, are said to be shadow-like creatures of a supernatural origin which appear as dark forms in the peripherals of people's vision 
and disintegrate or move between walls when noticed. Some individuals have described being menaced, even chased, and on rare occasions even attacked by these shadow people in the darkness in the corners of our vision. There have also been reports of shadow people appearing in front of witnesses or lingering for several seconds before disappearing. Witnesses report that encounters are typically accompanied by a feeling of dread and fear. Most accounts of shadow people describe them as black, humanoid silhouettes with no discernible mouths, noses, eyes, or any expressions whatsoever, though purported witnesses have also described child-sized humanoids or even shapeless masses. Some reports also include glowing red eyes. Generally, they are described as lacking mass or form, though their specific nature varies from a two-dimensional shadow to a vaporous or distorted three-dimensional form. Their movement is often described as being very quick and disjointed. They may first move slowly as if they were passing through a heavy liquid and then rapidly hop or jerk to another part of a witness's surroundings. A shadow person is the physical, sensory, and emotional perception of a patch of shadow as a living being or an entity. This is something that has been found throughout history across cultures, across beliefs and legends that describe shadowy spiritual beings or supernatural entities. One author describes them as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision and claim that people had reported the figures attempting to, quote, jump on their chest and choke them. One author and researcher believes that they can be repelled by invoking the name of Jesus Christ. What's interesting about this researcher is that this particular researcher does not even claim to be a Christian or put any real stock into pure Christianity, and yet, in their particular line of research, they have found that whatever these beings are in the shadows, they respond to the name Jesus. Some paranormal investigators, like Chad Stombaugh, claim to have recorded images of shadow people on video. I've seen them. They are freaky. The common explanation is that it is a mixture simply of psychological programming and fear. In other words, people see things that are simply interpreted as shadow people, but of course they are not because they cannot, because they are not, because they cannot, you know, the same old rationalistic circular thinking. An example they'll cite is something along the lines of sleep paralysis. A sleep paralysis sufferer may perceive a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching them when they awake and feel paralyzed and become increasingly alarmed. Another person experiencing heightened emotion while walking alone on a dark night may incorrectly perceive a patch of shadow as an attacker, almost like a reverse psychological trick in which we make shapes out of clouds, in this case due to fear and anxiety or certain psychological pressures, we make shapes out of shadows. In fact, many methamphetamine addicts report the appearance of shadow people after prolonged periods of sleep deprivation. However, most addicts interviewed say that you don't see dogs or shadow birds or shadow cars. You see shadow people, and that's what concerns them. Standing in the doorways, 
walking behind you, coming at you on the sidewalk, in that dark area of the dining room, as you're watching TV just out of the peripheral vision off to your side where you could have sworn you saw a movement but nothing there. These hallucinations have been directly compared to paranormal entities described in many anthropological folklore tales. Those who are experiencing and studying the shadow people phenomenon say that these entities almost always are to be seen out of the corner of the eye and very briefly. In other words, it would appear to be an optical parameter that is met, a certain angle of the eye in connection with light and movement that allows one to see that shadow. However, there are reports of people seeing them straight on and for longer periods of time. Some seers, in fact, testify that they have seen eyes, usually red, on these shadow beings. Now, the truth is, I have never seen one of these shadow events personally. I've had maybe one or two of my own personal experiences, but not enough for me to share with any detail. I have, however, interviewed two people and know of three people specifically who describe seeing something very much along the lines of shadow people and the experience. These were not crazy people. These were not odd people. These were very well-balanced well-adjusted people. In all but one of the cases, there appears to be a tremendous sexual component to the vision and sight of the shadow people, something we may come to in a minute or two. So, the question is, what are shadow people? Where do they come from? Some would say the imagination. Skeptics and mainstream science say it's nothing more than the imagination. It's our mind playing tricks on us. Our eyes seeing things in a fraction of a second that aren't really there. Illusions. Real shadows caused by passing auto headlights or some similar explanation. And without doubt, these explanations probably can, if we're honest, account for some, if not many, of the experiences. The human eye and mind, quite frankly, are easily fooled. But can they account for all of the cases? Some say that they are ghosts. Some say that they are some type of alien being cloaked. Others claim demons or spirit entities. The dark countenance and malevolent feelings that are often reported in association with these creatures has led some researchers to speculate that they may be demonic in nature. If they are demons, we have to wonder what their purpose or intent is in letting themselves be seen in this manner? Is it merely to frighten? Of course, that supposition uh, is assuming that they're intending to be seen. Again, there may be some sort of optical alignment that has taken place that allows them to be seen quite contrary to their own desire. We just don't know. Researchers into the field are suggesting, as we have early stated, that there is a growing sexual component to the sightings. More and more and more, researchers are logging fear and sexual activity seem to be occurring with these sightings. And it's a very interesting thing because this is also clearly seen in witchcraft, clearly seen in alien deductions, and now we're seeing this on the rise with these shadow people encounters. Others claim that it's astral bodies. One interesting idea suggests that shadow people are the shadows or essence of people who are having an out-of-body experience. 
According to Jerry Gross, an author about astral travel, we all travel out of the body when we are asleep, he says. Perhaps this theory says we are seeing the ephemeral astral bodies of these twilight travelers. Now, biblically, this just does not hold weight for a Christian. However, it may not necessarily be a demon. There are far more spiritual entities and spiritual realities than we are totally aware of. It may be that we are simply catching the temporal wake of a spiritual entity. This leads into the theory of the interdimensional being. As one author states the following, mainstream science is fairly convinced that there are dimensions other than the three we inhabit. In fact, many scientists believe up to as many as ten. And if these other dimensions exist, who or what, if anything, inhabits them? Some theorists say that these dimensions exist parallel and very close to our own, although invisible to us. And if there are inhabitants in these other dimensions, it is possible that they have found a way to intrude on our dimension and become at least partially visible. Or are we intruding upon their dimension? If so, they could very well appear as shadows. It has long been held by psychics and other sensitives that beings on other planes are existence from a different vibrational source. Vibration is something that comes up very often in alien abductions, UFO sightings, and in the shadow people sightings. The term vibrations. It's interesting to note that the first time we see God in the scripture is the word. And God said, spoken words, the vibration of reality, a fact that quantum physics is now only discovering, that at the core of existence in our dimension as we know, there is a vibration at the most minute level. Science is actually beginning to look at reality on a quantum level and see that particles of the smallest size exist as pure essence vibrations. One writer, grasping at a non-demonic explanation, states, perhaps, some theorize, the vibrations of our existence are beginning to mesh with those of another dimension, which accounts for the increase in such phenomena as ghosts and shadow people and possibly aliens. And, of course, aliens. There's always aliens. Whenever in doubt, you can blame anything on demons or aliens. Either one will usually do the fix. One shadow people researcher said that the alien and abduction phenomenon are so bizarre that it's no surprise that extraterrestrials are suspects as the shadow people. Abductees have reported in many cases that the alien greys seem to be able to pass through walls and closed windows and to appear and disappear abruptly among otherworldly talents. Perhaps, too, they can go about their quote-unquote alien agenda disguised in the shadows. Maybe that movement that you saw out of the corner of your eye, maybe that wasn't just your eye playing a trick on you. Maybe, maybe something is there. It's interesting, very interesting, when we are dealing with these issues that there's a good deal of overlapping among the above ideas. Aliens and ghosts could be interdimensional beings. Aliens, some believe, could be time travelers, and some believe demons are responsible for all these disturbing phenomenon. But 
the definition of demon is very, very loose, often very, very unscriptural. What is shocking is that among all of these, there is a common root. When you begin to grid out and catalog the information and phenomenon, you find an amazing general commonality among aliens, demons, interdimensional beings, time travelers, and the shadow people. Of course, as usual with these things, there has grown up a cottage industry of books, radio interviews, TV shows, so that now it's hard to separate the reality from the non-reality. If there ever was reality in the first place, and truthfully, let us be honest, how strange is true reality? Given what Ezekiel saw, given what Elisha saw, given what John saw, given what the Bible claims is surrounding the world and the dimension within us, is it really so hard to believe that there is a world just out of our sight? Occasionally, breaking the veil, pushing the veil, meshing into the veil of our world that separates us from the other. Shadow people is an interesting, interesting topic. So anyway, it's at least an interesting thought. The next time you see something out of the corner of your eye, remember you may in fact have seen someone out of the corner of your eye. The next time you walk through a room and you feel like you have that uneasy feeling, maybe you're walking through and you see a shadow and for a split second that shadow looked like someone or something. You laugh it off, you brush it off, you're going about your business, but it would behoove us all to remember that no matter where we are, no matter what's going on, in one way, shape, form, or another, you and I, in our homes, in our rooms, our cars, are never, never alone. What was that?